next man we're about to have a chat with. He's heading to the Gold Coast in, uh, well, less than a couple of weeks with a pretty good filly, and he has a couple of, or well, maybe two or three chances there at Canterbury today, and that's Brad Widder. Brad, good morning to you. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, Richard. How yeah, are the fireworks out Hawkesbury Way? Anything, anything going on? Uh, yeah, way past my bedtime. Um, <laughs> oh, stop it. They're, they're, uh, yeah, there's, um, there's always a bit of action out here, like like everywhere. They they seem to get their hands on fireworks this time of year and, and go for it, but, um, you yeah, know, it's all a part of it, isn't it, really? I thought sparklers were banned, but there were a heap of them down where it was last night. But anyway, I know, as you say, people people get their hands on them somehow. <laughs> they, they find them somehow, yeah. And, and and as we all know, it's a cliche, the horses don't know it's New Year's Day, do they, Brad? No, that's right. And, um, oh, look, it's a terrific time of the year. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we, you know, we've just got to, you got to be, if you're in racing, you, you just race all year round in Australia, unfortunately, but that's uh, the way it is. You got a pretty good filly here in uh, in Fire Lane, haven't you? She's a hellbent filly, three starts, two wins. Must be pretty exciting to be you know, looking towards the Gold Coast in this big race with a filly like this. Yeah, it is. Look, she's uh, been very straightforward. Um, yeah, you know, we sort of ran her in the, in the race a while. She might have been a bit fresh that day, and we probably learned a little bit um, as well. So. Uh, you know, we just ran a little bit quiet, third up on the, on the sort of quick backup. wasn't wasn't really what was planned, but um, you know, I, I full credit to Benny. Um, you know, he sort of pushed the to, to runner there, and um, I was a little bit gun shy with what was in the field. Uh, I didn't want to run into him yet, but look, it's probably worked out a good thing. Um, you know, I think obviously we'll just have to draw a gate and things go our way. But she's look, she's. She's bomb-proof. She's very professional, a very easy horse to train. And, um, you know, I'm sure if things go her way, she'll run a terrific race. In, in your time in racing, Brad, and and the various uh, stables you've been with over, over the time, you'd have seen some great two-year-olds. Does she remind you of any two-year-old that you've had much to do with? And, and just how good is she? Oh, look, I think as far as, you know, she's very professional and... Um, you know, look, I don't want to put her on her like a pile of success or something like that, but mm. she was the same, you know, just kept winning, kept running well, really didn't, you didn't sort of, no fuss. Um, yeah, she's in just in that sort of mould. I think, I'm, look, I'm not saying she's a super winner or anything like that, but yeah, she's just very professional and, and like I say, very easy horse to train and she turns up race day and races really well. Think, I don't know whether it's a general consensus, but you sort of a bit of a straw poll says that this group of two-year-olds they're a they're a good group. Maybe no standout. Maybe that King's Gambit that we saw in Melbourne a while ago might might be the pick so far. But uh, you look around the place and you're sort of there with a filly that's right amongst them, I suppose. That's right. It looks very open. Um, I look. I, I'd uh, suggest the horse of Peter's. Um... He, he uh, I think they've got a bigger opinion on the Emperor of Japan, but the one that won yesterday, he hasn't done much wrong, has he? Um, he seems pretty professional and good solid win at Wong, and then he's travelled up to Queensland and won again. So, um, you know, that's they're the ones the ones that can handle the pressure and turn up race day. They're the ones that you sort of you're banking on. 
Will uh, will your girl go straight to that race next? Any kind of a trial in between, or straight to the race? Nah, it's three weeks between runs, and she was, you know, off a sort of ten day backup. So um, she did a bit of work yesterday, and and then we'll just sort of weave a work again next Saturday or or the Tuesday before sort of thing. But you know, she's in great order, and um, you know, sometimes there at track where you sort of she trots past you, you think, oh, what's that? And then you think, oh, it's Violaine. You know, she just very, um, you know, she's very healthy, feely, and um, she's held together really well, you know. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, Canterbury today, race one, tab number two, Food Eye, currently sits there as a $3.70 equal favourite with number 10, Mr. Plume, and then out to Tycoon Charger. So uh, Food Eye in race number one here, Brad, um, right amongst the betting for the first. How's this horse going? Yeah, going really well. Um, he's had the run around Canterbury now, which I think is always a bonus. Um, I've been desperate to sort of get him out in distance, so he's out at 1,900 now. So he, he's drawn well, but he, hopefully we can just... Uh, he's got no early speed. Hopefully we can just sort of have him midfield or somewhere in front of a couple anyway, just to make it a little bit easier for him. But, um, yeah, look, I'd like to think that he's right in this sort of race. Um you know, we've been pretty patient with him and, um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm quite happy with him. I'm sure he should run well if, you know, just if he can just uh, creep along and get the right runs, I'm sure he'll be finishing off really well. Taking Zeus on boy out this morning, but uh, race six, number six, uh, surreal step. Brock Ryan uh, from uh, an OK barrier uh, with surreal step. Where does he fit into proceedings for the main race today? Yeah, look, he's... Um, one of those horses, he, his form probably doesn't represent how he's going. Um, he, he's a bit of a one-trick pony. Uh, probably likes probably likes a bit of sting out of the ground as well. Um, but look, he, he's drawn a bit better than he has for quite a while. Um, good speed in the race, which should suit. So, you know, if they sort of overcook it, um, I'm sure it'll be strong. Like, he looks terrific like the horse. Look, look, see, his two runs this time in don't look like they've been anything um, great, but he's sort of bad barriers, and we went forward last day, did a lot of work, and, um, yeah, look, I, I think, um, he, he, you know, he doesn't win out of turn, but it could be the right sort of race today, um, but I would have liked a little bit more seeing out of the ground. Uh, the Sydney Autumn Carnival's not that far off. Brad, are you looking around the stables and... Is uh, I mean we I suppose we talk about the start of the show ice bath don't we but um, are you looking around the stable and liking what you're seeing there coming into the carnival? Oh look, it's <laughs> you're always hoping more than you know. It's mm. uh, but look, um, we'll just see what happens. A couple of young horses here. That Osbred Rising Sun, he won really well the other day. I'd say he's a horse that's going to get out and trip. Um, you know, there's, yeah, there's a few young horses here. you just got to see if they're going to put their hand up and if they're up to this time of year or not. You know, um, that's how it goes. You sort of, you know, you can work them as much as you want and all that, but until you put them under race pressure, that's when you that's when you find out if they've got the heart or not. So, um, you know, we'll just we'll just see what happens. But hopefully something puts their hand up and, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to take a bit of pressure off Ice Path. Um <laughs> I don't know if, if there's something like that in the camp, but, um, you know, we've got good numbers now and a lot of young horses, so we've just got to be patient and see what happens. 
Remit, it's uh, before too long. Get around a few yearling sales. You've got to get, a, get around the Gold Coast there and try and find a, another file lane or, or that kind of thing. And then and then English Classic and everything else. So the yearling sales circus, just about here too. Yeah, no, we'll, um, we're going up next week and start uh, inspecting all the yearlings. And um, that's right, you sort of, you go from Magic Millions and then you've got Caraca and then you've got Classic and, you know, it's a busy time of year because you obviously you've got your better horses as well. But um, look, you got to find the you got to find the next Darren Lockyer or Joey Johns and get him into the camp. So um, that's what it's all about. You got to just keep trying to find that uh, next star. So anyway, for sure, that's what it's all about—the never-ending search for that champion, and they are out there somewhere. Brad, um, good to chat. Um, Happy New Year to yourself and the team, and. Hope you get the new year off to a good start at Canterbury today. And, yeah, good to chat. We'll see you at the races. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks to Sky for the year. And, um, uh, yeah, same to you. Good on you. Brad Wetter, we'll let him go. And, uh, yeah, that fire lane, she's she's a good filly. Um, that goes without saying. She's beating, you know, she's mixing it with your, your Platinum Jubilees and um, Emperor Japans and Godfathers, and she's beating them. She's, she's going to go to the Gold Coast there and... Uh, they will certainly know she's in the race.